Hey, Marco, oh, you know hey, all man. those jokes that you kind of made earlier? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, now uh, you got to read this card here. You oh. Know, I'm going to walk oh. over this way. Okay. Mm, the following episode of the Waffle Cast has been reviewed and approved by President Xi Jinping. Thus sponsored by ramen. And no, not the food. This is ramen from the makers of TikTok. Comes a brand new app just for the fellas. What's your type? Twink? Otter? Chubby chaser? Or just in it for the egg roll? Download ramen and get Wang Chung tonight. What? You're all the same schmuck. (laughs) This is mass madness, you maniacs. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. Don't shut him up. You need that madman to stand up and tell you when you're boring it. And the harder you come down on the media, the more you need him. Please, don't take away my word. It is Wafflecast, my dude. It's the Wafflecast. Marco, you better fucking um, get your shit together, you, you worthless piece of shit. You better get that shit started. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, folks. I'm Marco Flores Jr. And I'm Carwin Chaka Waka Walker. And this is the Waffle Cast, where you get all your dirty ass business and opinions and here. That's right. We're that end oh, of the man. week podcast with that, that crisp golden brown colored opinions. Oh. Under a sweet comedic layer of news, politics, and overlooking attention. That's right, that's right, y'all. And, uh... I just kind of want to let this go for a little bit. <laughs> that's right, settle in, folks. This is going to be a wild one, or not. Who knows? <laughs> you might get mad, you might not. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been it's been uh, about a week. Maybe, uh... Oh, Give the people what they want, Marco. Here it is. You can all just sit back and take a listen for a quick second, all right? Punch punch your family. <laughs> Woo! Carwin, how did, how did you come across this, by the way? Because this is fucking dope, dude. Uh, so I've just been on a bender of just YouTube stuff, and it came wreck. It, it's crazy. Algorithms of YouTube galore. Yeah. Where it will just randomly give you, like, hey, man, I think you might like this. And uh, you were like, you're right. <laughs> I was like, you know me too well, YouTube. This is fucking great. God, man. How has, uh, how has the proverbial week been, dude? <laughs> you know what, man? Uh-huh. This week, it's, it's, been, it's been real. Uh-huh. So I've I've realized that I have to I have to get back into a certain habit of things, you know. What do you mean? Well, uh, I I uh, I had like a very very sharp pain on my left side. Oh. But um, I've realized I need to take better care of myself throughout oh, this whole thing. Oh, that's what you're realizing. Yeah, because uh, I had this biggest, well, not the biggest knot ever, but it was a knot the size of a golf ball right on my ass. Yeah, like the size of the Chrysler Building. I wish. <laughs> Size of the Chrysler building. At least it's my ass. My ass. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like I thought I was having a heart attack. I felt it like 
hit me and I was like, ah! Oh, that's fucking I was, scary. Yeah, like, and it just shot straight up, but it was like a knot, like a legit, like, tissue in. So you had like knot. a stress knot. You had a stress yeah. knot in your back. Yeah, in my butt. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was just kind of like, I, and though that, and it's also the same time, too. It's like, I also recognize that my dietary during this this time frame has not Did been. Did you know back ideal. knots can be a sign, uh, or what? The feeling of. Don't tell uh, me back some knots. backwards sexual thing. No, 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 no. Okay. That wasn't because of the thing you got stuck up there or something completely different. No, no I thought you were about saying you're not masturbating enough. That's oh, why no, you're no, no. Those knots. Um, uh, mean, they say that back pain or phantom back pains can be associated to constipation if your diet uh, hasn't been very good. Because you can be passing, but you're not passing everything that's promptly in your colon, I guess you could say. Interesting. So do you think I would need a colonoscopy? Like, let's get a camera in the tube and go to town. Yeah, because you can't just keep putting your finger up there. Well, I'm not putting my <laughs> finger up there. I'd be scared to be like, well, let's get a finger up there. I mean, I was like, I can't. I could never. No, yeah. I don't even want the doctor touching me. I mean, hell, dude. I can't even, you know, I get queasy when I grab a, you know, a butter knife in my peanut butter and I start stirring it. Trying That's to not, get it. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put the butter knife up there and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, my God. Hey, this feels pretty good. Yeah, I'm getting the I'm getting the weirdest kind of sensation after. But yeah, this. you know, just like uh, you know, like because it's like yeah, it's we like do- damn it, Deborah. There's <laughs> Johnny's. He keeps putting this fucking smelly ass peanut butter on all these butter knives we got. But tell Mar- that boy to make a proper sandwich. <laughs> but even so, because it's like Marco, oh, ain't right. You already know this, and I know this because I've talked oh. about this previously. Hey, but your ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know problem. that. Don't put that on me. Not your no, yeah. not that. But uh, <laughs> more along the lines of like. <laughs> sometimes I'll tell you this. Like it feels like I'm sitting on my spine sometimes because I, I have no Jesus. ass. Because <laughs> I have no ass. That's I, why they kept calling you the crib keeper in film school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all the meat, all the best meats in the front. So it's like, I feel like I've got no butt, like like a Hank Hill of some sort. Mm, like, mm. you know, I tell this, like, I've got no ass whatsoever. Mm. Now, <laughs> I don't even know. I, uh, yeah, no. All right, man. Well, please. Good please. luck with that, all right? See you later. Let's <laughs> run out of that. Margo just ejects himself out of this podcast. It's like, hey, man, uh, quick question. Could I ask you, do I have an ass or no? No, it's more along the lines of, like, you have to have some oh, sort of cushion no. when you're sitting down, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does it hurt on every type of surface? <laughs> no. So that's that's been my week of wanting to get better better in health concerns. How has your week been so far? Uh, it's it been is. okay. <laughs> I heard to that. I went to Walmart to get like random essentials and shit. What and, are essentials? Um, Soap. Like it was like random random shit like toothpaste. Uh, fucking. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> KY Fire and Ice. Uh, no. That was for me, for my back pain, because it ran out of icy hot. <laughs> uh, no, um, no, I just like random stupid shit, like toothpaste and fucking whatever. And um, I just noticed one thing that like <laughs> they're like uh, they're back to like cleaning everything because of this new spike in in uh, in coronavirus coronavirus cases. Mm-hmm. What I call uh, the <laughs> and um, please I do did, tell me more. <laughs> no, it reminded me of a joke. Can I tell you a joke? Yeah, sure. Hey, it's me, Marco, from the Waffle Cast. For my transgressions uh, against the People's Republic of China, I'm here to remind you to go download Ramen, the dating app 
just for the fellas. Hurry up, download Ramen and get Wing Chung tonight. Great. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, it's new Snoo. New so nice, we named it twice. That word now, could have <laughs> ended our careers, Carwin. That's why I didn't do it. Oh, hell no. That's right. Jesus. Marvin's is louder get, than I thought. Marvin's going to get me fired. <laughs> I'm not here to get... It's, we made so many other jokes, and I just like... Uh, Marvin's going to get us fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. He's yeah. just like, I'm going to get you fired. Oh, man, you With know what? one word. Yeah, you know so, what? this is a nature-driven episode, because we've talked about coronavirus, but now it's time to get back into nature, you know? Mm-hmm. So, a Pennsylvania couple had a few house guests. Now, this will sound like a horror movie setup. You get a house, you know, couple moving to like a hundred year home, right? They lived in it for five years, no major issues. And then all of a sudden, stuff starts dripping from the walls. It's not blood, it's not water, but it's honey. Whoa, 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 stop the clock. Turns out they've had a Joe's apartment situation instead of a bunch of cockroaches. They had a shit ton of bees living in their house. Uh, they mentioned we hadn't heard any buzzing or uh-huh. anything, but we saw the stream coming down the wall and we kind of just worked our way up to it. And somebody was like, oh, this sounds kind of familiar. Holy shit. It wasn't Candyman, was it? I wish. It was just Tony Todd showing up. <laughs> ah, ah. You guys got five bucks? The family is dealing with a few thousand uninvited house guests today, and they're making quite the mess while they're there. Alicia Vitarelli joining us now live in studio to explain how the homeowners in Percocy found they had a huge bee problem behind those walls, Alicia. You know, Brian, I'm going to set the scene for you. Friday night, after that huge tropical rainstorm, the Isabel finds this looks like- dark stains dripping down their walls. Hold on, where are you? There it is. Can, can you see those lines there? So they assume it's storm damage, maybe some dark water. Then they get closer to see for themselves. No, and that's honey. Grabs my husband, Dude. Saying, oh no, we, what, what next? <laughs> you, you, to that point, you don't hear the fucking bees in your house? They're silent. <laughs> Not when there's 2,000 of them. What the fuck? Well, there's more than 2,000. They were they had estimated up to a point of 20 to 30,000 bees. Oh my. But okay, all right, all right. If someone says, "Hey, there's one cricket." Yes. in your house. Are you yeah, that's that's fair. And then someone says, "Oh, uh the we found in the walls." Yeah, there's 3,000 of them. You're gonna hear and it. And he felt it. And he said, "This is really sticky, syrupy like." And we uh Blood we were that brave sticky, and, and like smelled it, and he was like, "This is honey. This is honey." We were absolutely shocked. That is, and don't blame us for the audio, folks. That's actually them recording on yeah, a Zoom call. The, the news is using the fucking Zoom thing to uh, do this interview. So, I, okay, like, dude, I don't. You have okay. <laughs> One, what a it, there's so much honey; it's running down the walls. Mm-hmm. Do you know how? Okay. Think in your mind. You're outside, okay, and you see a a uh, beehive. If it's cracked open on the floor, mm-hmm. there's not like honey just oozing out of it. And that beehive probably holds what a couple of hundred of them, right? <laughs> so you would imagine that the amount it takes to have syrup running down your walls is fucking stupid. That's got to be an insane amount. And then they go, what could this be? 
Well, no if, pun intended. If this happened, well, they're saying that the, they came down over a tropical storm. So what might have happened was was that these bees could have just been because they're they're not born and living in that house. Right, right, right. right. So uh, a big like a comical beehive could have swarm right on in, fell through the cracks, and the bees could have just been like, well, this is our new home now. Um, I have three boys, and they were they were wondering if we could set a tap up so we could just pour honey Mom, on can we show it up? in the morning. I, um, wish, I wish we could. I, I'd be worried about setting up a tap, because what if you open up the tap and there's nothing but bees coming out of it? Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. this house is filled with bees. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> Mom, Tony Todd is here. Uh, <laughs> but they need a better home, um, you know, where they're safe and happy and not living with us. But Dude, okay, come on. Yes. Come on. Yeah. There is enough bees to okay. have honey running down your walls. If you came home and thought you must have just left a random power generator on, you're retarded. How the fuck did you not hear 2,000 potentially to 3,000 bees? This is nuts. <laughs> this is fucking great. <laughs> and then like your husband's like, mm, mm, I'm smelling it and shit. Oh, this is, this is honey. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's <laughs> that's retarded. That's crazy that you don't hear. Thousands of bees, you idiot. Jeez Louise. I mean, well, you know what they say about the bee stings? Like, you're only going to get more of them if, if you know, you're, you get agit or you agitate them. Yeah. So it's like, well, if they just left them alone, then. Yeah, I get that part. I get that part. But, but then again, like, like I, I got to I need to hear these bees. I got to live here. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, do we hear spiders crawling around, you know? Mm, does a tree fall in the woods? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> trees do fall in the woods. That's true. You're just not there. So who knows if you're real or not? <laughs> <laughs> fucking whatever. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Fucking whatever, man. <laughs> Shit. Mommy, Fuck can, we, can we strike a tap? Jeez Louise. God, I mean, well, at least be happy that the family wasn't all like, um, whatchamacallit, like uh, allergic to them. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm really I, you know, surprised no one got stung. Like, you don't want to be like Macaulay Culkin and my girl, you know? Come on, man. It's little Macaulay Culkin yes. with the beautiful flutes and shit, mm -hmm. right? He's outside. He's like, wow, I'm in love. I'm seven. So what the fuck does that even mean? I'm still stupid because I'm little. They had a big, um, they had, you know, a child argument. Yeah. Somebody ran off to the woods. Yeah, about bills and... You he's know. like, I'm not scared of this thing. He's I'll like, kick it. Yeah, so he's out there. He's being young and carefree, looking like, obviously, this is the uh, predecessor of the page master. <laughs> and he just starts digging through, and he's like, look at me. I'm in love, and fucking, I found something to be a ring, right? Yeah, a mood ring. Uh, yeah, because she, she character it. lost it. Yeah. yeah. And then here it comes. Honey, is that, what's that coming down the wall? Uh, send, uh, send Timmy in. Okay, he's full of wonder. He said stupid things like, can we make a tap out of the goo coming down the wall? <laughs> Ding dong, guess who's dead? <laughs> Fucking Jimmy, what's his name? <laughs> oh my God. Thomas. Thomas, are you? <laughs> oh, little Tommy. Chalk one more death down for the but it was the bees because I can't him. say the joke but the bees got him 
I had the greatest punchline, man. <sighs> you can whisper it in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm checking on that butt pain. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Carmen, I got a little joke for you. <laughs> I guess you could say the potential numbers for the death tolls on Chico. Oh, there it is. Oh. Sorry about that. Are you, though? You're like, you're just, like, I'm so sorry, guys, with a big ass smile on your face. I know. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. It could have been the greatest joke ever. So apparently, uh, seagulls have been going batshit bonkers uh-huh. after eating flying ants. Mm. Experts have said uh, the hot weather has caused, as most insects do, to come more, you know, out of wherever they're living at and mm-hmm. hiding. And. Apparently, these specific flying ants contain formic acid, yes. which causes seagulls to be drunk and lose their inhibitions after eating them. <laughs> Is this the thing that caused the birds to freak out in Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds? Is that it? Is this birdemic? Is it the flying ants? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think the biggest, the biggest problem to me is like, uh, how are we just hearing about this? <laughs> the matriarch of the colony takes flight to find a suitable spot far away from her home to avoid inbreeding, uh, then releases pheromones to attract swarms of male drones. The sudden appearance of those flying ants in huge numbers provides a substantial snack for hungry seagulls. We should grab a bunch of flying ants and just party and go somewhere. Do you want to just party. fucking get some ants, dude? And some seagulls, bro? You want to fucking... You want to fucking... Uh, want to get some seagulls, Ferda? <laughs> Like, I feel like somebody's going to grab some flying ants and find a seagull and be like... Put them up their anus like those kids who are putting fucking, like, alcohol up their butts to get drunk. I thought you were going to say firecrackers up That could also butts. be another explanation of your back pain. What? Frogs up my butt? I want to lick a toad, man. That toad look me, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ew. Could you imagine a frog's tongue smacking the center of your asshole like those fucking... Sticky hands, you Marco. Get from the the only problem machines. that I'm thinking is that it's gonna get latched right onto it. The only problem it, I'm thinking of is you haven't given me a negative yet. That's the thing. Would you do it? Mm-hmm. Would you do it? Would you lick a toad? Have you licked a toad? Have you, Marco? You've known me for ten plus years. Uh, is this the time where you? Tell I dated me that a you... French woman. Does that count as licking a toad? Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Burger King has announced today. That it's partnered with scientists to develop a new diet for cows, Oof. which, according to initial study results, will reduce up to an average of 33% of cows' daily methane emissions. Oh, no. That's right. Oh, that's just a cow. That's just the, the YouTube sensation kid. There's no news. Oh, it's... No. You hear this knowledge, so Burger King got this fucking kid to sing about cow farts? A part of their marketing campaign to launch this. Yeah. It's a very big deal these days, Marco. Oh. Do you want your do you want your Burger King double whopper with cheese to smell like cow farts? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what that uh, Beyond Meat was? Didn't it taste like cow farts? Nah, it tastes like shit. <laughs> I don't. This even, is a step above. It's fucking Burger King, dude. <laughs> is this even a necessary thing right now? Like, is, we all have I mean, to obviously, our... it's a marketing strategy, right? Yes. I don't think Burger King is hurting for money when, like, all the government promoted to do if you could, if you ran out of food, was to just go with the unhealthiest shit possible. You know, 
They were like, oh, welcome to quarantine. Make sure to go to fucking McDonald's, eat everything at Walmart, and fucking buy snacks and shit. It's like, oh, all right. So at the end of this, it's either coronavirus or diabetes that kills everybody or high blood pressure. Well, you know. I mean, you're bound to get one of the three. <laughs> uh, high blood pressure is manageable. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. Yeah. And so is so AIDS. There's there's commercials for AIDS medicine. Uh, but have we but have we cured it though? I, then again, it's like, well, my argument was really much just making it more manageable, and it's like, yeah, that's true. Step up. Prep, prep up. up to help Step keep up. you free from the risk of HIV. Shit. Truvada, a new prep. Come on, baby. Discovery for prep. You want to fight AIDS? That helps lower the chances of getting uh, HIV. Well, see, well, the, now that's the thing. Not for everyone. That that Discovery specific pill right there. Yes. That's more about preventing it before you've got it. Yeah, yes, you you are correct. But yeah. if you've got it, uh huh. All this See, does is like keep. What? But that doesn't do what it says it does though. Because once you've got it, prep up. That's it. Discovy is the newest way to prep. Discovy does not prevent other sexually transmitted infections, so it's important to use safer sex practices and get tested regularly. You must be HIV negative to take this. HIV. There you go. Immediately before and at least every three months. You about to get HIV? Shit, not me, homie. I mean, I've been using this pill every day. I mean, they could use that for porn stars, I guess. I mean, yeah, but you know, part of the fun about watching porn is like it's like the it's like seeing the stuntman. You know, it's like the condom. Evil can evil it's like here's here okay your dick is evil Knievel. Right. the ramp is the, the scenario oh okay oh yeah no, no you're right you're right the ramp is the scene regardless so we can keep it non non-binary okay. uh you know so you're you you hit the jump right bang i think the risk factor is the hiv that's part of the stunt mm. part of the stunt is what can i not catch by jumping <laughs> and what can i leave down here in the pit of put possibilities oh, of God. fucking this meth addicted stranger uh then you know you like get tested for your next scene because i mean they don't even test you until you're ready to shoot again right mm-hmm. then it says hey you're negative you can land it bang <laughs> That's great. I like how it's like a whole fucking. I mean, you got your levels. Yes. Oh my god, ladies That's... and gentlemen, <laughs> it's cinematic cemetery time. There we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is where entertainment news goes to die, and we're here to tell you that it's in the death rolls. Just spoiler alert. It's not looking uh it's not looking too healthy right now out there, Carwin. No, no. I mean, I mean, the cases out there are strong. Yeah, they are. And, yeah. And apparently, uh, once again, uh, Hollywood reporters saying that China, the official start date for opening theaters in China is July 20th. It's a Tuesday. Oof. Uh, domestic marketplace has been closed since like January 23rd, which was, you know. Uh, but the thing is, is that apparently China said that there's going to be two... Uh, sort of situations with this. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're really going in for the Asian jokes this week, huh? It's giving me all for all my shit on porn and stuff. You've been lathering up. I was going to review the Chinese music. This is pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good, man. You typed into YouTube racist Chinese music as well. I said like ching chong, ping pong, enter. <laughs> and it just started playing it. No, but um, apparently there's going to be there's. Uh, two caveats to this. Yes. Caveats. Caveats. Caveats, yeah. Caveats. Yeah. Uh, one is that <laughs> there's going to be no concession sale whatsoever. 
to limit the contact tracing potentiality, right? Yeah, it's like, well, and plus it's going to be hard to eat if you if eat popcorn and, like, sip soda if you're wearing a face mask. Unless you're going to make the stupid decision of, like, cutting open your face mask and be like, I really wanted this extra large icy real good. They could put your popcorn in a horse feeder. You could eat it like that. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, <laughs> that was not going to be a racist yeah, accent. Yes, it was. Uh, it, I know it. It was sounds coming. like this. I'm G.I. Joe, American, all, all American. I love cheeseburgers. And uh, I'm going to eat my popcorn through this horse mask. T Texas, America, USA. Uh-huh. G.I. Joe, A-OK. -okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but the first option, though, uh -huh. theater chains make the majority of their profits from expensive food and drinks. Can you get Chinese food at the concession stands in China? I knew this was coming. <laughs> From the AMCs, I don't know. Mm, there's no like Mr. Use, uh, a 32 screen, ultra American HIV, GI Joe. Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, you know what's funny? Is there a big <laughs> problem? In what? I'm just asking. Where did that come from? Can we? I mean, come on, man. You know, is there? I don't know. I'm just putting it out into the ether. Maybe we can. These are the deeper questions we can start answering. That's the right on the solving cow fart problems. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Uh, there probably is an epidemic of sorts out there still. Mm. But I mean. So okay. So and then you said the other caveat is is what outside of the concessions. The other caveat is that the movie has to be underneath two hours. <sighs> Does that? That's not good. And that's not good for uh, a couple of reasons. First off, you have to now tell studios to... Because China is a market that the studios do want to cater to. This would be making a two-hour mandate now. As as we knew it Again. before all this. Yeah. So now there was a two-hour mandate. And now they're going to cut. Uh, hence, one of the victims in this whole scenario was BVS. There's multiple movies that have to fight to stay under two hours. You have to give good fucking reason as to why it has to be over two hours. <clears throat> um, Justice League being another one of them, you know, not to make it seem like it wasn't only a Snyder cut. But issue. see, my thing is, is that like that's that's them. That's you know, that's Chinese theaters, and we like, and studios here buckle to it. They buckle to it hard because it's true. a huge, huge market because of the population size. I mean, um, if like could you like could a North American theater adopt uh, adapt that policy though? That seems crazy to me because we're going to be much more concerned for the concessions. Yeah, I do. that's my thing though is like, you're mandating in a market that every studio wants to nail. You're mandating that there is an hour and a half cut necessity. No questions asked, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're telling every studio your movie has to hit an hour 30. Now, here in the US, like you said, with this new standard what then happens? Like, do we just get a whole bunch of hour and a half cuts of shit? Like, is the studio going to pay for two different edits? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, it's like that just, they, they, that, that leaves like a, like, cause there's, I mean, there's enough movies out there that run like an hour and a half to 120, yeah. even 125. Yes, sir. And it's like, well, you know, and as expected, if there's going to be like a, you know, a 30% cap on seating or like 50% cap on showtimes, and all uh, ticket sales have to be done digitally in advance. Yes. Then the first movies that will clearly be able to go are going to be like movies like um, 
Furious 7 or like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog or like Bad Boys 3, I think, was two hours. Right. So it's like maybe much more recent releases will probably get like a little bit more playtime. How much does this affect the ones that are already done, though? Like, okay, so and and, and, and like, I, like, I even ask you this, the ones that are kind of in limbo. With like, like Tenet's runtime is 145 minutes. Yeah, but that's done. Yeah, I'm even saying done. like the movies that were supposed to get done, like, okay, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, right? Whatever mm-hmm. it's going to be called. <clears throat> so the biggest thing to me is like you have that now does that have to be under an hour and a half because you're not really done with it just yet you're kind of in limbo where all these new rules are hitting and since there is no u.s theater open officially as we know of for the long term well i think we would kind of technically be underneath like the old 80s 90 um rule of um well you get director's cut mm-hmm. theatrical cut and then you get an international cut Sam Raimi's mm. Army of Darkness had that had like yeah. fucking fifteen different cuts. Now here's the thing. That, that's that's the that's the upside to it. Here's the, here's the trippier the, part. The downside to it would be, but go for it. Oh no no, no. give me your downside first. Because I'll the da- the downside is very much that like you're trimming these movies before they're actually even done. Right. Like trim it after. Trim it after. What's the detriment and the damage that could be done to the potential of this thing? Like we've we you know you we. Snyder Cut and BVS Ultimate Edition, it's it's, like... Yeah, and then the Justice League debacle is like, not only did they reshoot most of it, but they tried to fit it into every potential foreign market positive, and you got what you got. But like, on the other half of that, though, is Trolls, we talked about this an episode or two back, like, it got a bunch of flack for going straight to consumer on streaming platforms, but... We're looking at the potential of some creatives and some studios might be fuck that. Uh, we rather just release it to the people because mm. they can eat when they're home. They can fucking they want to watch something for two and a half hours because they got time. So now it becomes this thing where it's like do all the studios that were mad at how trolls did it. Does that now become the standard with this mandate? Because now you can give a family literally an entire experience. Let's say Kong versus Godzilla, right? Mm-hmm. It can be two and a half hours. And you know that that Godzilla marketplace that buys like the old fucking Toho movies and everything else will sit there and watch Godzilla and Kong go at it for two and a half Marco, hours. Marco, how racist? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, but no, I, and I, I, I see what you're saying. And it's, you know it's, what I mean? It's going to be crazy to see that like, what would the American pop like what would the american um well the north american theater owners do nato essentially that's what they're called that's the thing is like right now we don't even have an official list of how many are going to be open no but as of right now i think drive-ins are still um allowed to be open because that gives you much more spacing to be in your car and stuff and you can enjoy Mm -hmm. snacks and yeah in your own you know i don't know vehicle but it's it's like my thing is, it's like, do we know how long the coronavirus can stay airborne? We don't know anything about it, like, according to fucking all the false truths they gave us at the beginning, which was like, uh, cloth is fine, and like, cloth is not good, get an N95, and they're like, oh, just kidding, uh, cloth is totally fine, and they were like, oh, it dies off in the heat, and it got worse in the summers. Well, that's because, so every, like, well, that's, you know what, I, I don't believe that it got worse in the summer, I think it got worse beforehand. And then it just finally hit like its peak during the summertime because mm-hmm. there was a few people a few weeks beforehand that were just like, we want to go to Lazy Dog and enjoys, you know, big ass bars and all this yeah. other stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like there were people that were taking advantage of it 
clearly before like everything kind of re- got reopened. And those are the people that kind of fucked it up for everyone. It wasn't probably. like, yeah, probably it wasn't like, oh man, I'm going to go to home Depot. But I just think, and like, uh, I don't, I don't with this new spike and everything and the way it affects this stuff. I don't really mm-hmm. see, I don't, I see tenant and all that bill and Ted shit. All that talk about it going to theaters is done. Done. Yeah. I it's would, not, it's because it, restaurants are back to being closed again. Yeah. Like this state is not reopened again. No. Um, and I, but my biggest thing is like, if you're going to get the real version of a movie, I at home and that's your option and it's day, it's day one. Yeah. I don't think I would go to a theater and only sit there for an hour and a half when I can watch the version that I want at home, at home. That's fair. in the comfort of like, and that's the thing too, is like, this becomes one. I really hope that the studios don't buckle to this hour and a half shit. Please don't do that. Two hour. Yeah. This whole, two if that's hour the case, mandates. then China can make their own fucking movies. Like whatever. Dude. Well, they make their own movies. Yeah. Like, but I'm saying like, you don't have to cater to the market because that's... your servers and your fucking apps and platforms do it for you. So true. I just don't even understand. Like, um, I was listening to NPR a couple of weeks back and they had an interview with like a, like an indie art house movie theater owner in Beverly Hills. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was talking about, they asked him, said like, what is the likelihood that you actually reopen again? And he said, it's, it's zero to none. So to me, it's like, I don't even well, know. I mean, I really hope theater movie theater chains don't fucking keep butting their head into shit because I think what what studios should really look at this for is a way to free yourself from all this fucking AMC, this much runtime mandate bullshit because everything will find its audience because now your audience can fucking look for it and you can put into your algorithmic marketing who exactly to go after. Cause like, <clears throat> okay, you go to a place for an hour and a half, you can't eat and it has to be an hour and a half. That's it. Yeah. So, and that's in China. Like there aren't theaters open here. So, I really hope studios here don't go, oh, I would love to fucking get uh, Tenant in in an hour and a half. Just give them all the Hans Zimmer parts or whatever for the shit from the trailer. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, I could just see studios fucking this up. And then one studio is going to be like, oh, we had fucking uh, Beast Movie 2 ready to go. We fucking put it out because it's an hour and a half and it's some 90s tripe shit. And then uh, we'll fucking... That did well over there. We make like I don't want the potential for this to even be a thing. Yeah, like they should. Here's what here's what a Hollywood Reporter should say, or one of these magazines or online things should be like. Don't China fucking do it? China says do it. No, no, no. China (laughs) says uh, movies got to be an hour and a half, and then and then the other part of the the two sentence paragraph could be like Hollywood says no thanks. There we go. And then we freed ourselves from all this. Like, we can just move on and then realize, oh, Matt Reeves' Batman can just be left in fucking the ether and we never have to see it again. Yay! (laughs) And then we can be like, oh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad is off fucking around somewhere because no one cares about Pete Davidson. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Harley Quinn was bad, so Suicide Squad 2 definitely doesn't have a chance. Uh, And it didn't do well. Um. Put out more Sonic movies online. Yay! And we're stuck. And then the studios go, oh, we should have been making shit for people who knew. We knew <laughs> we're going to like these things. So dumb, dude. Because, like, okay, Tenet. All right, with all this going on, let's say outside of the mandate, outside of the whatever, you can get Tenet at home. The date was supposed to come out. However long it is. 
Are you not gonna? That's that's because now it's like you, if you go see Bill and Ted, like you were planning on, and we were even planning on going to see if a theater was even open. And it's like you're here now for two and a half hours. You have Every, to sit everybody's sixty feet waiting. away from each other, yeah, and you can't get a snack. Thirty percent. But then again, at the same time, too, it's like some people don't like other people eating at a theater, anyways. That's fine. Then stay home. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Every answer is like stay home. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. You're right. Yeah. I could be in my boxers. Eating two pizzas <laughs> while well, watching four hours of Tenet and playing Fortnite? Are you sick? Let's hope he doesn't. Are you re- dense? Yeah, no. Let's hope he doesn't release the movie over Fortnite, huh? Uh, there's, there's a limit. There's a limit of at home shit I can take. Yeah. Releasing a movie to fucking Fortnite is at the fucking bare ass bottom of the barrel, baby. Did you get your Fortnite QR code for Christopher Nolan's Go Tenet? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Look how far we've fallen. We got IMAX negatives for Interstellar. You know, full frame fucking pieces of film history. You got a full frame. And then you got and a then full now, frame. And then now what you can do now is you can get Fortnite. I'll, I'll fuck myself right off that ledge, my friend. <laughs> Won't you fuck off on that ledge, my friend? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> you don't want to play Fortnite because from China. <laughs> Bang. It just had to be it is. That's the thing. I know. It is. I'm just, I'm, I'm that just... Might, and the fucked up thing is, that might be the only way that movie is longer than an hour and a half in China. If they say, all right, if you release it through fucking Fortnite and it's 17 hours long, I, we just know people will actually maybe watch it for that long. No. Shit ain't open here. Don't do and that. And that's what I'm saying. I want the studio and Nolan to be like, he's like, you're being, you're at a swap meet mm-hmm. and you find this old record. And this yeah. old record's a fucking. Uh, Eric Clapton and uh, he sings the hits or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In my mind, that sounds like a like a circus ad. Eric Clapton and that's sings just the, the hits. way that we use it. Yeah, all of his songs are sad. You know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, <laughs> and that's the way that you use yeah. it. When I see you in heaven, it's I just know. like fucking trance music behind it. Yeah, um, that's fair. And I just imagine like. Uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? I got totally distracted by Eric Clapton sings the hits. Whatever. No, I'd like if I had to choose between Fortnite and just being at home and watching it on my actual screen television. Yeah. I will go with the screen television. I will not watch some shit on Fortnite. No, I won't do it. But you can get Fortnite on your Xbox. I will fuck myself before that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No. I'd nope. I'd buy a PS5 before that happens. Yeah, that's right, you fuckers. Uh oh. Carwin's Carwin bringing out the big guns. Ah, I'll suck my dick. <laughs> I'll get a PS5 before you... S- whatever, what? <laughs> Go to China and watch a movie? So, next... And next I was th- racist. <laughs> Were yeah. you, though? <laughs> so, the next story up... <laughs> was I racist? <laughs> I just, like, fall into myself and yeah. start trying to think if I was or not. You start. It turns out, like, it's the opening of Vanilla Sky. And you're just running by and you're hearing all these things. Mm-hmm. So... As we talked about previously, uh, HBO Max, HBO WB, and Adult Slim got together to greenlight uh, a revival of Aaron McGrudder's comic strip classic, The Boondocks. Mm-hmm. It was previously a four-season, uh, three-season, technically, we'll talk about, on Adult Swim. It was groundbreaking for what the audience was at the time frame. Um but the thing is, is that J.D. Witherspoon, the son of late actor John Witherspoon, actually came out recently and said some things about it specifically. And Marco, you 
Play the I got this bad boy queued up, baby. So I sent an email uh, just saying, hey, I hope you're well. You know, thank you for being a part of my dad's life and I wish you the best. And it would have been great to work on this project with all of you. And I, I didn't hear anything for like a month. Here's where shit gets weird. First off, before we even continue with this, what do you think? Uh, he put out a two hour videos discussing his process and being um, asked to voice his dad's character. And this is previous to this email. moment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like, I think my biggest thing is at this point, when you're the son of the guy sending the email mm-hmm. who they know can voice the guy, no problem. If that's the direction they want to go with, this is obviously a bad sign, right? You're fucking John Witherspoon's son who they know can do this impression spot on. And he's asking to do it. Right. So here we go. got an email back from that person who they said was supposed to be helping make the decision for who they cast. They said, Hey JD, I don't know what the producer's criteria was in choosing, but I am disappointed that you are not playing granddad. Okay. So the person he thought he could reach out to doesn't know shit. From what it sounds like. So we'll continue. Hmm. I was like, wait, I thought you co-signed on this. They told me that you were a part of it. And the way that they wrote that means they never probably even heard my audition. So, And he's also even talked about his audition process was extremely like it was the worst. Yeah. They put him through shit pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Lied to. For what reason? I don't know. That's the thing. I'm trying to tell you all. It's like a goddamn murder mystery. And Marco had to deal with for the last six months. We've dealt with previous auditions as well as just hearing the horror stories of projects in development and you go in and pitch. And yeah, your biggest fear is I just gave him something and I might have given him some insight to something. And if I don't hear back, what are the fucking odds are using it? Yeah. Not giving me credit. And so my thing, because it's like what, what what this reminded me of was the Selena situation all over again. Yeah. And the Selena situation, if you folks don't know, was, was that there was a big casting call that happened for the Selena movie um, decades ago. And there was a casting call for like, oh, you get to be, you know, Selena in the movie. But they had already went with their choice of Jennifer Lopez. Hi, I'm just letting you know that uh, whatever the producers are doing, I don't even fucking know. Well, good luck. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bitty, bitty, bye-bye. We don't know who you are anymore. Uh, so this person that he thought he could contact had no resource into finding out exactly what the criteria was for casting the role, which is another thing that happens for anyone who doesn't know. There are casting directors, there are producers, and then there are casting reps on behalf of the production most of the time a pa in the casting department um so he reaches out the contact he knows supposedly who was close to the project now all of a sudden has no idea sony there's only three names that i can think of off the top of my head of who that could be yes and that's exactly (laughs) what i was getting to sony has a history Mm -hmm. of using the obvious choice the good choice and then uh what is it called fucking them uh as hard as possible (laughs) no vaseline no and so my biggest fear and thought would be that whatever insight he gave them they've used 
Um, and his audition, they probably got and thought, oh, this is cool. And then snapped the VHS copy and then threw it in the trash. Uh, but it's just one of those things that Sony has done this before with plenty of content and, and ideas. Um, and what was your thought? My, my thought was, was that like, I'm hoping that, well, cause it's like, if, like, if the three people that I mentioned was that DJ Pooh, DJ Pooh was a co-writer of Friday. The first one, mm-hmm. Rodney Barnes, who was a producer on said show. He also moved on to work on black dynamite, the series, yes, he did. as well as black Jesus with on who was also my third name on this, Black Jesus, which is also a really good show, by the way. Like uh-huh. I, I, I gave it the benefit of the doubt and I was like, all right, you know, black Jesus, what could that possibly be like? Yeah. Turns out it was actually fairly entertaining. Yeah. And then Aaron McGrudder, who is the creator of said comic strip show was like the biggest writer for the quality of said show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if Aaron McGrudder is not on this, this shit's going to be like season four all over again for folks. Yeah. And so for anyone who's listening, who also doesn't know this about the industry, the industry will make every move they have to, to get your idea and then fuck you on it. So the other idea is that now, if you're a big fan of boondocks and kind of know as, as know it as Aaron McGrudder's show, the ironic part to you might be, how does the man who created it not know what's going on with it? Well, because Sony does this a lot. Yeah. So you have the man who created it who also has no fucking input on the voicing of characters on whom which put kind of landmark performances into. And then you have that person who passes, John Witherspoon, rest in peace. His son auditions. Apparently, from rumors, can sound just like his dad uh, doing that role. He's played. He uh, he's done the impression on Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. He's also done the impression at, and which is also kind of fucked up too, was that uh, he did the impression of his dad at the funeral, but because he was giving the uh, ep- <laughs> I was about to call it a monologue, the epilogue, the epilogue of my dad's life, epilogue of my dad's life, the eulogy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does it because he's telling a story and he yeah. uses the impression. Yeah. Apparently, that's when they first scoped him out and they asked him to audition at the funeral. Marco's going to lay down, lay right in his deathbed. Bruh. <laughs> they found out about his talent at his dad's funeral. Yes, they asked him. If they that him, isn't a metaphor... For the way Sony does business yeah. at your father's funeral, mm-hmm. we're going to ask you to do the voice. Schedule an appointment date to audition. Yes. No rest for the wicked indeed, Corwin. Uh, and then they go about him auditioning. He turns in his input and his audition and he doesn't hear anything back. <laughs> Having too much fun over there. This is absolutely just like the Selena situation. And um, and like I'm pretty sure like JD Witherspoon, even if he were to get it, I'm pretty sure they would have just used him uh, as like you know, like it, we got the dad of if he would have been, they would have indirectly used him as to market said movie 
right. or said show because they said it was two seasons in a special, which was supposed to be like an hour long, an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. So now here is the everyone's ready for it. Hold on a second. And it gets it gets weirder. It gets weirder. They optioned to even use a deep fake, a deep fake for his voice. Yeah. Now. All deepfake really needs is basic information, data to collect, to make an algorithm to then reproduce a tone, a voice, and whatnot. Okay, so if you just did a voice-only audition and you read what could potentially be every letter in the alphabet according to this algorithm, Mm -hmm. they kind of might already have the voice. Which is super fucked up. That's all I could think. And that maybe if he sent in an audition and he doesn't hear back and months have gone by and he said six months at this point. It was it was long. It was a long process of this man also having to deal with his grieving. Like he originally didn't want to do it, but he was asked of other people. Hey, man, Art, would you do yeah, it? Yeah. And he's probably moving in good faith in terms of like he's probably thinking, oh, the way they I'm going to honor my, my dad. Right, and the way they probably pitched it at the funeral is to use his emotions against him and go, oh, we really love and respected your dad. He was such an icon with this role. Right? I love that voice, by the way. Could you do it again? And giving him the Pac-Man, if you will, to the ego, the old nom nom nom. And what ends up happening, over your dad's dead body. Did we get the rights to fuck you over with your? And that's the thing too is I wouldn't hope that he didn't he did not sign anything before doing that audition. It, from what the video tells me, um, what he talks about in the video that no, he did not. Uh, but he got to keep he got to keep the pilot script, and it sounds like he just he won't be a part of the project. They're like, hi, uh, you don't get the role, but you can keep the script. You can keep the script to the pilot. No, and then they, and then the, and even cherry on the top, even though he didn't get the role, and they might have already gone with option A or option B of either deep faking his voice is option A, and then option B is like we'll we'll find somebody else. That's the scary shit. Option B is the actor. Option A is the algorithm. Yeah, like that's how good this shit is now. Where but, it's like, and they uh, apparently he's also mentioned that the actor that he's uh, wanted to uh-huh. has been using uh, has been like. I don't. Uh, apparently, he knows who the actor is, but he, out of um, respect for said person, he didn't want to like throw them in blast in said video. Mm-hmm. But he does mention that they kind of followed him on social media for a little while. It's Jay Farrow, huh? You oh, can't God. fucking fool me. It's Jay Farrow. Nice fucking try, dude. You went from doing DiGiorno's commercials. You. F- I wish it was almost pizza. Fucking piece of shit. Actually, you know what? Actually, well, what I was all, I was going to say is is that like apparently he said that he used like a lot like um some of his dad's like last few videos before he died to get an audition going. But he wasn't able to hear it himself cuz this guy just randomly started liking older posts. Oh my god. I feel like it could be Jay Farrow, man. They're not naming the other actor, huh? He won't name the other actor. He also won't name the producers involved. Uh, he won't name the producer who didn't have a hands-on role, who supposedly wanted to sit in on this process of recasting the character's role mm, of granddad. No. I, so it's it's like it's one of those things where I'm just like, this is fucked 
all all around. Like no. from every single air aspect of this, this is fucked. Yeah. No, I I like and I'm saying and you know, you had once threw out the idea of like why come they just can't like grow them up a little bit and then, you know, let the granddad character be dead? Yeah, why do we have to keep retreading the same concept? Like it, you're you're further disgracing the dead when you are like We'll use a fucking algorithm. Like, think about this. Anyone listening? Like, the industry is so fucking uninspiring that instead of trying to sit there and you have the creator and no one has even optioned, hey, time has passed. To honor that, why don't we just pay our respects to him in the show and literally put the character character to rest? Like, why not just do that? Let the sun come back for one episode for a flashback or a montage or whatever or two and just keep being creative, you sloppy fuckers. Like, that's what I just don't understand. Like, the industry is so uninspired, so hard up to just use what works, quote unquote. And I don't know if they've noticed or not from like the fucking Snyder Cut to how Star Wars has ended up being absolute shit. Don't like, don't just retread, dude. Like at this point, it's insane. It's uh, like the one thing, and I looked up, try to look up right now, was Jay Farrow impression of John Witherspoon, and I've seen it before, which is the other problem. And now it's not on there. So by my basic deductionary facts, <laughs> because executives are fucking lame, and they won't try to find, I don't know, the guy's son who can do it. They'll just try to go after. Somebody who has no clout against the project. Because if you if you tell the world we have John Witherspoon's son, he's doing the voice of granddad. That's going to get you so many more points. That's what I'm saying. But then that actor, and that's why they fucked over McGrudder with the beginning of it, when all this stalling for like the first seasons of Boondock started happening, mm-hmm. all he did was go back out and talk shit about Sony, and it worked in his favor. But he might have signed something that he did not read right. And so when fucking it returns and eventually diminishes in quality, it's a severe, obvious studio interference. And I know, I know, Christ, dude, it's like obvious. You haven't seen that fucker in a commercial in six months. Like, this is what happens. They disappear. They fucking pull the clips off YouTube. And then, we're going to get Jay Farrow is going to be granddad. Like, why don't you let his fucking son do it? You mongrels. You b- fucking <laughs> blood hungry fuckers. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, Take us away, Johnny. Fucking A, dude. Well, Marco. Um, it's come that time again. Yeah. We got to. Jesus, dude. <laughs> Sony <laughs> sucks, man. Oh, my God. Over and over again. They fucking even wouldn't let Sam Raimi have anything. Which is true. Jesus. Uh, you got any shout-outs, man? No, I don't. Uh, I do. I want to shout-out... Uh, shout-out to everything I've seen. Shout-out to every... I want to shout-out China. Yeah. We love you. D- Mark, you do you love him? I love. I it's love. It's easy everything. to say we when it could be like really. I'll just say me. this. I love them and dim some. There it is. 
<laughs> there it is. Uh, shout out to uh, J360, Musifer, What the Woo, uh, What If She Helped Her. Shout out to Carwin. Yes. Myself. For um, we made this. Shout out to WaffleProductions.com where you can find more things that deal with us, things we've done. And where else, Carl? You can find us on Twitter at Waffle Productions. Mm. You can also find more episodes like this on iTunes, SoundCloud, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio. That's right, y'all. And whatever weird Russian site you're on. Oh. You thought I was gonna say China. I thought I was gonna I thought you were gonna say China. No. I thought no. you were gonna say communists. <laughs> oh man. I thought you were gonna say Cuba. I was going to say something else, and I'm not going to. All right, y'all. I'm Marker Flores Jr. And I'm Carwin Walker. And this has been the Waffle Cast, y'all. That's right. We'll see you next time. See you later, folks. Bye.